1: Right. So in the wake of uh, rather moving on to that uh, subject that we've been discussing, that you've been commenting on about the future of jobs, the World Economic Forum's latest The Future of Jobs report states that 23 percent of all jobs globally will change by 2027 through growth of 10.2% and a decline of 12.3% in the next five years. According to the WEF's uh, survey of 803 companies, uh, employers uh, anticipate that 69 million new jobs uh, will be created and 83 million jobs could be eliminated among the 673 million jobs corresponding to the data set. And therefore, the labor sector will see a net decrease of 14 million jobs, or 2% of current employment. Let's speak to the Deputy Chairperson um, of uh, for the ICT sector and the Territory Advisor uh, for Global Business, uh, Minky mazibugo Tulo. joins us on the line. Good morning to you.
0: morning, Titi. How
1: are you? I'm very well. Fancy seeing you around here. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's
0: been a while.
1: <laughs> it has been a while indeed. Now, let's... Uh, have a, Let's just uh, put things into perspective here. First of all, um, this report, it is a global report. Uh, to what extent can uh, what has come out of it uh, be, uh, to what extent is it applicable to the South African um, scenario?
0: Uh, it certainly is applicable to the South African uh, context. You will note as well that the sub-Saharan is uh, the territory with the largest gap or uh, skills gap. In responding to the new jobs of the future,
1: mm. let's talk about. Let's just talk about uh, some of the jobs that are seen um, as at risk. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people who be thinking and what, listening nervously to this and say, which jobs have been identified, or sectors in particular have been identified as being at risk?
0: So, sector wise, we have, funny enough, the likes of media, entertainment, um, and sports. We have the finance uh, sector being hugely uh, disrupted. And when it comes to specific jobs, it's really about jobs where you heavily relied on manual data capturing. Mm. So your financial clicks is forever because you now have software and solutions Mm. that basically automate these businesses. But I think largely businesses are looking to automate the entire operational systems. In fact, um, one of the clients that I work with in in coaching is already providing solutions where you can automate your HR processes, you can automate your legal processes, so less intervention will be required uh, for, for human intervention.
1: Mm. Now, hang on. I'm just curious about the entertainment industry. How is that? Uh, and actually, sport is what uh, one which I wouldn't have thought would have been immune to this. Uh, um, given that you know, sport is performed by athletes. How do you? How are those uh, jobs under threat? Or what exactly are we referring to in sport?
0: I think mainly the the broadcasting um, technology, as you know, we've mm. had multiple digital platforms coming into the market. Mm which are now accessible to the global market versus previously where traditional broadcasting platforms would only focus into a specific territory. And also if you look at the marketing and marketing that will be used sports icons, that has been interrupted because now you have AI who's replacing human um being mm. able to 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 basically do those promotions and campaigns.
1: Mm-hmm. And what about the growth areas? So the sectors that uh, where is the where does the future lie? Which are the jobs of the future?
0: So interestingly enough, uh, globally the, the perception is that businesses have to invest in um, creative thinking as a core skill for old job uh, job seekers, as well as analytical skills. Um, so the jobs that will then uh, be more at the forefront, are the ones that are AI dependent and data dependent, you, you will see, for instance, the telecom, the telecoms space, particularly when you do telesales, mm. and the kind of, you have now bots that have replaced people that would otherwise be contacting you to help you for customer experience.
1: Mm. And in terms of, I mean, ultimately, we're going to need to provide these uh, new uh, skills or the people to pro- to fill these new um, emerging uh, jobs, uh, so to speak. And uh, w- to what extent is our, our education system fit for purpose and designed in such a way that uh, we are able um, uh, you know, to, to, to keep up with a changing uh, uh, space of work?
0: So that's unfortunate too, because from a regulatory point of view and from certifying qualifications, we our sectors are quite behind. So they're catching up with technology. Equally, the, the the academic institutions are also lagging behind. But I think there's been great efforts from all uh, key key players in education to catch up with with these, these digital solutions and to really upskill people in mm. programming and and software. Mm. Usage, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I I
1: do wonder at what, uh, uh, for example, um, you know, whether at some point we will see um, that those soft skills actually, um, you know, where you find that there's now even a premium that is placed on those skills and uh, having that human interaction. You've spoken about how, you know, software can replace uh, uh, or even AI can replace the human being there. Could we actually see what happens, for example, where you find that cars that are made by hand, even though we live in an era where cars are made from start to finish by robots, that you now find that the skills that are done or the jobs that are performed actually by human beings could actually have a premium in future?
0: Look, I think there will always be a need for human intervention irrespective of where the the, the trends go. However, this is about mainly looking at customer experience and mm. turnaround of, the, of of operating your, your businesses. So as you as you rightfully say, one of the key gaps and that is being accelerated is around machine operating, particularly in sectors like the automotive sector. So mm. more than anything is this where we derive them from is that while you can technically lead operate um, or fix a car you're now seeing that you are going to have to learn to operate a machine that will do that mm. or rather instructed to 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 deliver the is mm. the what you needed to
1: mm. and just looking at the growth sectors I mean everybody speaks about the green economy now um is there a trend uh, emerging there of uh, perhaps a uh, a whole new set of skills that will be required to fill those jobs, uh, as we as we div- as uh, you know, the world goes increasingly green.
0: So, absolutely, I think the the reality is, and then hence again, we are you, you, turning to digital solutions to for because sustainability and environmental safety is becoming primary globally. Mm. So you are seeing more jobs, for instance, with people that work in the environmental health sectors. You are seeing more people coming or more jobs coming in within the health sector because we also have human beings who are struggling to adapt with the new way of doing things. And so hence you find that mental health is starting to to be an option. Mm. Um, When it comes to education, there's an increase in terms of the need for trainers, for educators, because now we have to have new skills that we need to adapt to. Mm. But also that will be diversified by the fact that, like I said, if the academic institutions are lagging behind, mm. companies themselves are taking them up, them up to themselves to then be uh, at the skilling institutions, meaning a person who's in education and training has now got broader opportunities beyond the academic institutions and basically, dealing directly
1: with the with the corporate environment. And then, finally, to what role? How important the role is the role that government has to play um, in ensuring that we are planning for the jobs of the future. And to what extent can you see that reflected in South Africa that there is a a, a level of consciousness about uh, where the, the ever changing face of uh, the, you know the the jobs um, of the, for the of the future.
0: So certainly, I think you started, like I said, you started seeing that the likes of the theaters, who are basically the educational accreditors, are coming on board and trying to understand these new requirements so that they can um, certify those those qualifications. Um, also, there will be there will be challenges in terms of us competing on the global scale. So government has mm. to come on with competitive legislation to protect the local economy. Already in South Africa we've seen a great loss of people in the software development sector who are now have got the opportunity to work in the global market mm. and who has now and that has been largely been has it largely impacted the financial sector where they are dependent on automating the banking sector. As you know, no one really has to be at the bank anymore. So we don't have you don't have to be have to face to face engagements with tailors. Um so those kind of jobs. Will certainly see a reduction, but certainly government will come in and try to figure out how to l- regulate issues of labor of labor without necessarily uh, hindering businesses to to compete on the global market.
1: Hmm. For a developing country, Mngidi uh, Hulo, uh, uh, can we? I don't know how you know a developing country like this. I wonder if this is a positive thing. Um, you know, the fact that the world, the the, job, the jobs market is going to change so drastically and so quickly as well. I mean, uh, the developing world, we are lagging behind in so many other aspects. I wonder whether there has to be a deliberate uh, um, effort made to ensure that uh, you know we don't run ahead of ourselves and end up in, for example, I'm thinking here, a sector that employs so many people in this country, the mining sector, that if we suddenly went the route of countries like Australia and went the automated route, we could suddenly find ourselves with a whole lot of unskilled people now jobless. So that's,
0: that's true, Titi. I think that there is a threat that as we talk about reallocation of skills, what will happen is that I don't think we'll necessarily see um, more job losses, but I think we'll certainly see less businesses are acquiring or hiring less people mm. to deliver certain jobs because then there will be um, automation solutions meaning that the the size of employment or the environment where we can we can get labor forces will shrink because of technology on the other hand there is an opportunity for the South African market to now not only operate within its own uh, territory boundaries, but to interact with the global work worlds. For instance, I, I I work with clients who are mostly now South African mm. companies who are finding opportunities to expand their business in the likes of to the likes of the of the UK and Australia while being in South Africa. They're already servicing those markets as clientele.
1: Fascinating stuff, Uh, um, indeed. Uh, Minky Tula is the Deputy Chairperson of the ICT Sector and Territory Advisor for uh, Global Business. Uh, Thank you very much for coming on.
0: It's a pleasure. Thank you, Titi.
1: There you go. Plenty of food for thought there.
0: You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.